Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unknown History, a podcast filled with quirky tales from the past. On the night of the 8th of July, 1982, Queen Elizabeth II slipped into her nightdress and climbed into bed, safe in the knowledge that she lived in one of the most secure buildings in the world. Her bedroom was guarded by an armed policeman, there were alarms in most of the rooms, and the extensive Buckingham Palace gardens were surrounded by a 14-foot wall topped with spikes and barbed wire. It was inconceivable that such elaborate security could be breached. But not everyone shared that view. Just a few weeks earlier, a Londoner named Michael Fagan had brought his children to see the outside of the Queen's Palace, and he'd been surprised by how few security guards were on duty. He began to wonder if it would be possible to get inside the palace. At around 6am on the 9th of July 1982, he scaled the perimeter wall and jumped down into the gardens of the palace. When he looked towards the building, he noticed an open window on the west side. He clambered inside and found himself in a locked room that housed King George V's stamp collection. Unable to enter the rest of the palace, he climbed back outside and pulled himself up a drainpipe that led to the office of the man responsible for the Queen's security. He'd by now triggered two alarms, but the police assumed the system was malfunctioning and they turned it off, twice. Fagan walked along one of the upper floor corridors, admiring the paintings and passing a palace housekeeper who said good morning to him. A few minutes later, he found himself outside the Queen's bedroom. Her room should have been under guard, but the night shift of the policeman on duty had just ended, and the footman replacing him had not yet arrived. He was walking the Queen's corgis. Astonishingly, Fagan was able to enter the bedroom undetected. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. When he pulled open the bedroom curtain on her four-poster bed, the Queen awoke with a start. He sat on her eider-down and admired her liberty-print nightdress. 
The Queen was terrified. What are you doing here? she said to Fagin, in a voice later described as being like the finest cut glass you can imagine. The night alarm bell was immediately pressed by the Queen, but there was still no guard outside her room. She then used her bedside telephone to tell the palace receptionist to send police to her bedroom urgently. The receptionist phoned the police lodge, and her call was lodged at 7.18 in the morning, but no help was forthcoming. Some six minutes later, the Queen made another phone call. She'd managed to keep Fagan at bay, but by now she was growing desperate. The noise of her phone calls eventually attracted the attentions of a maid who was working in an adjoining room. She now entered the Queen's bedroom and was appalled to see a stranger sitting on Her Majesty's bed. She and the Queen managed to usher Fagan into a nearby pantry on the pretext of giving him a cigarette. They were now joined by a footman, Paul Wybrew, who offered Fagan a glass of famous grouse in an effort to defuse the situation. I tried to keep him calm, and he said he was all right. I noticed his breath smelled of alcohol. The two of them were still drinking whiskey when policeman Cedric Robert arrived and led Fagan away. He offered no resistance and seemed to accept that his arrest was inevitable. He was later taken to court to be tried. Fagan's crime was deemed to be a civil rather than a criminal offence, and he was therefore not charged with trespass. Instead, he was committed to psychiatric care. He spent some months in an asylum before being released in January 1983. Fagan has never been able to explain why he was so obsessed about breaking into Buckingham Palace, although he thinks it might have been caused by an excess of homemade magic mushroom soup. I forgot you're only supposed to take a little handful. I was high on mushrooms for a long, long time. But Fagan's mother insists that her son broke into Buckingham Palace because of the Queen's reputation for being such a good listener. I can imagine him just wanting to talk and say hello and discuss his problems, she said. Thanks for listening. Tune in to Unknown History on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or quickanddirtytips.com. Plus, leave a review if you're enjoying the show. For more quirky stories, pre-order my new book When Churchill Slaughtered Sheep and Stalin Robbed a Bank from any book retailer. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.